0: action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of Meta Human affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Interstate Geeks. My name is Joey Galvez, and I have my good friend, Remotely, Nate. How's it going, Nate?
1: Hey, guys. I'm I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Well enough that uh, we can still actually do this uh, remotely, which is awesome. But uh, we are separated. We are no longer in the bunker because they gave us... Uh, they said that we can come out of the bunker because it wasn't... Yeah, It wasn't t- that time yet, but we have been quarantined to our homes.
1: Yeah, well, don't don't listen to Joey, everybody. He's telling uh, he's telling lies. Uh, he caught me double dipping a chip in the uh, in the fallout shelter <laughs> and he kicked me out. So, I am now only allowed to uh communicate with you uh, remotely from my own fallout shop.
0: <laughs> you had to tell everybody, man, that is the one <laughs> thing I told you you know, don't no double dipping in this bunker. <laughs> <laughs> so since I kicked you out of the bunker, what have you been up to, man?
1: Uh, I have been sitting at home getting a horrible cabin fever. <laughs> uh, there is just not a lot to do these days, is there?
0: Oh man, uh, well we're going to talk a whole lot about some fun stuff and especially where maybe we can come up with some cool stuff about, uh, uh w- what we could do with our time while we're, uh, twiddling our thumbs, kind of bored. Um, maybe, uh, that thing that uh, each of our wives been asking us to do that we haven't been doing. Maybe we can get to that.
1: Yeah, could be, uh, <laughs> you know, but it, unfortunately, even a lot of the hardware stores are now closed oh. and everything. So, yeah. You know, those little honey dudes I got around the house. I'm sorry, dear. I just, uh, can't help you out with that right now. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a bad excuse, Nate. That's a horrible <laughs> excuse. <laughs> so, all right, guys, we're going to have a great show for you. We got some really cool stuff. We are going to stick to our, uh, we're stick to the guns that we know, right, Nate? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to do so. We're going to have some, uh, we're going to have some geek news. What's well, not really much geek news because there hasn't been really a lot of pop culture stuff going on. But so, uh, we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to bring some really cool, uplifting stories that I found on the internet. Uh, you got a couple of geek things that you've been finding for us. Um, we're going to talk. Sure. Yes, um, and I, I didn't get to talk to you about it, but it's your turn to bring up some of our, uh, Facebook Uh, comments i hope you got that in store for us
1: uh yeah i think i do
0: and then we are going to talk about uh we're going to do some uh backseat driver then we're going to do some we're going to switch up our what's on the horizon and probably look to the horizon what do you think about that nate
1: i think that's a good idea yeah it's a little bit more optimistic isn't it
0: yeah definitely all right man let's go ahead and jump right into it but not before we go to a word from our sponsor All right, this is the portion of our show where we talk about some geek news, and this week Nate is going to go first. Nate, what do you got for us?
1: Well, uh, you know, we are uh, we as you and I were preparing uh, for this uh, this episode of the show, we wanted to put a a little bit of a lighter side on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's been a handful of celebrity deaths because of COVID nineteen and everything. And oh wow! I I had. Uh, Consider bringing those stories. I think it's always uh, appropriate to honor the dead, but but really, I, I think continu- we continue. If we continue uh, focusing on the positive things that are happening, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that'll be good for us. So uh, yeah. I wanted to talk to you. Looking, I, I know you're a big fan of music. You uh, you uh, have a podcast dedicated to it and everything. Yeah. What are some of the most, in your opinion, the most iconic album covers of all time?
0: Oh, album covers. I think one of the f- one of the first ones that I think of is probably one of that that one iconic uh Ramones cover where you see the whole whole band standing there against the wall kind mm-hmm. of a thing. That's one of those big ones that kind of kind of jumps out to me. Obviously the Rolling Stones uh uh one that one's a big one too, right? Uh Aerosmith? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep uh i i i tend to think like uh pink floyd dark side of the moon oh yeah the wall uh, the prism and uh, yeah the wall and really a lot of them by pink floyd i mean a lot of the led zeppelin albums and everything yeah uh, are you are you a fan of the beatles
0: yes i am actually
1: all right so what would you say is the most iconic album cover by the beatles
0: um that, that's kind of hard i would kind of think um the, maybe the yellow submarine or maybe, um, okay. maybe, um, maybe I'm thinking of the movie, <laughs> Yellow Submarine. Oh, or, Sergeant Pepper. Or, Sergeant. Yeah, there we go. Sergeant yeah, Pepper. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh,
1: for, for me, it's, it's Abbey road, right? I okay, mean, all yeah. of them crossing yeah. the street there. And so That's now that street crossing is a huge tourist attraction now. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it, it, it's kind of annoying to the locals there because there's so many people that insist on getting their pictures taken <laughs> and, and stuff like that.
0: Walking across but, the uh, crosswalk. Yeah, that's a big Yeah,
1: one. Yeah, they all have to get their picture taken. So uh, um, this is from Forbes. Uh, according to some reports, 3 billion people are currently under some kind of COVID-19 lockdown, uh, which is over a third of the world's population. Mm -hmm. Uh, The resulting desertion of tourist destinations, workplaces, and high streets has resulted in a new breed of internet meme, showing a familiar built-up area returning to its former glory as nature quickly recovers in the absence of humans. In one such before and after meme, London's Kilburn High Road is transformed into a photo of the Maldives alongside a pithy inspirational slogan about the restorative power of nature. What uh, the public works of, of uh, here in London has been able to do, though, is uh, the famous landmark from the Abbey Road Recording Studios, where the Beatles recorded many of their best-loved albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, this means... Uh, let's see. So, uh, the Zebra Crossing was given protected status in 2010. I uh unsurprisingly it was the first street crossing to be recognized in the same way as many famous buildings and historical monuments uh so what they've actually been able to do because nobody is there getting their picture taken at the crosswalk Uh is they have repainted it and restored it oh wow so the uh (laughs) the crosswalk at abbey road now is uh is has been returned to its former glory, glory with uh, nice. a wonderful new paint job. So, uh, yeah, because there aren't people there stopping every five seconds to get their picture taken and holding up traffic, uh, they're able to uh, restore the the crossing there on the on the street. So that's awesome. uh, it's Something good that's coming out of all this coronavirus nonsense. Yeah,
0: that's really cool, man. That's actually really cool. I, I always thought it would be really cool to kind of do that thing, uh, but everybody's oh, yeah. doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like the getting your picture at the leaning tower of pisa yeah and you can see everybody they've got their hands up as if they're trying to, to hold the tower up <laughs> i don't know if you've ever seen those those photos before but yeah there, it's true
0: yeah it's, it's everybody does come on do you really need one of those <laughs> yeah so um as we record this um let the the beginning of the week was do you know what happened uh, uh on on uh monday uh, which uh, was, uh, as we record this, 30 years
1: ago. I was just going to say, what day is today? And then I might be able to tell you what happened on Monday.
0: So today is, uh, it's it's we are recording this on April 1st. Okay. So be the beginning of the week on Monday, 30 years ago on Monday, something happened.
1: Oh, I think I know. I'm pretty sure I was following you on uh, social media when uh, I got to see what you did, right?
0: Yeah. So 30 years ago, Monday, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie came out, right? Super cool. And and we kind of talked about, it. We we're like, we feel old.
1: <laughs> I, I can't believe it because, and I was talking to you about it. I've got so many specific memories about going to see uh-huh. that movie. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I remember it was at the Newgate Mall in Ogden, Utah. I remember wow. that I went with my aunt and my cousins and two of their friends from the neighborhood. I, I remember that we went to a furniture store afterwards for her to go look at something like <laughs> I've got very specific memories about the day I went and saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So it's it's crazy to me that it was 30 years ago. It's absolutely wow. crazy.
0: I, I don't think I can remember going to see this movie, um, but I do remember at owning it at one point at home and see watching it every single time that we we had a chance, we would watch it. It was probably the number one movie that was played in my home for quite a bit. It was so much that when I was like, uh, in, in grade school, uh, like, like elementary school, um, I would come home every single day with, with paper cutouts of Ninja Turtle shells and the front, front of their, the, you know, the chest part of their, of their uh, body and a, right. and a, and then we'd come home. And we would cut bandanas and we'd be the Ninja Turtles. Uh, Yes, I had I I have uh, two younger brothers, so we would be three out of the four Ninja Turtles. So it was it was pretty freaking cool, man. It was a big part of our lives.
1: (laughs) So tell me, Joey, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle?
0: I am a Leonardo guy. He's a good, uh, I'm, good I'm, man. I'm yeah. Leonardo. My my uh, middle brother he was really like a Raphael and then my youngest brother was into Michelangelo. And you know what's weird about that. As uh, we could probably go off and, and start asking people who what kind of ninja turtle would you be and it would probably reflect mm-hmm. Uh, our personalities, <laughs> and, oh, and sure, which I mean, I think that has that says a whole lot about me and my family because I probably am kind of a, a Leonardo. Uh, I don't may, maybe my wife or some people would say that I'm arrogant. I don't know who's who says that. I don't <laughs> think that's true. And then uh, my brother, my middle brother, was definitely uh more rebellious and rebellious and uh and uh, um standoffish from the other people in our family uh okay. and, then, and then my youngest brother he's the fun outgoing uh fun loving kind of guy so it was really interesting that we each of us picked those uh characters
1: that's cool yeah it's kind of like the american equivalent of which house you are in hogwarts i guess
0: <laughs> yeah i guess yeah. so who's who's your favorite character
1: oh i was all about leonardo oh, which nice. which bugged me because all of my friends were all team michelangelo yeah. and it, i just i i I wouldn't say that I disliked Michelangelo but he was my least favorite of the Ninja Turtles. Okay. <laughs> oh. So, yeah.
0: That's funny. So, uh, so uh, anyway, we uh so this this Monday it was the 30 years, right? So because of 30 years Kevin Eastman did a really cool thing and tons and tons of people, almost 2000 people showed up to watch, uh, something because he wanted to watch the movie on Facebook live with people and have a little pizza party. And we actually did it. We, we watched, uh, we kind of synced up our, our movie on our t- TV almost exact, it was like literally like a millisecond off of what his was on his TV uh, when we were watching it with him. And my son, uh, I have a nine-year-old son and he was so excited about it. He loved it. We ordered pizza that day, day too and we had a Ninja Turtles marathon. We started with TMNT, the animated movie, then we synced up our uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with uh, Kevin Eastman and watched that all the way through with him and hung out with him. It was really cool on Facebook. Book and then we finished out the night with uh, number two. By that time, my son crashed out and he couldn't make it to watch <laughs> number three. It was a really cool day.
1: That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, wh- my family we were we attempted it. We did get pizza for dinner, but uh, by the time we got the kids calmed down and everything, it just wasn't in the cards to watch it with them. So uh, <laughs> I think we'll probably we'll probably watch it. Uh, uh, with them maybe this weekend we'll
0: see yeah yeah you got to make an attempt because it's it's a really fun thing to do with your kids man to sit back and remember hey when i was your age man i was jumping all over the house throwing kicks in the air man this is yeah It was a whole lot of fun. I was like, yeah, but you can't. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember uh, there was a tour that the Ninja Turtles did where they were musicians (laughs) called Coming Out of Their Shells?
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: So when I was in the third grade, yes, when I was in the third grade, my father took me to see that at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City, Utah. Man, you were so lucky. uh, Oh man, it was it was one of my happiest memories. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Looking back on it though, if you go back and watch it, because so there's old video of it, it is the cheesiest thing. Yeah, I, God bless my father for sitting <laughs> through that. And and. <laughs> you know, for him, that was 100% because he loved me yeah. and that's it. Like he had no interest in being there. So, that's funny. Yeah. I
0: remember, yeah. I remember us watching it. I don't, it, because at, at the one point in our life that we actually had cable, it showed on like, on like cable and on cable channel or something. It was like, uh, one of those, uh, cable channels that, that, that we had to pay for, like kind of like an HBO to kind of thing. I forget what it was on. Um, but we uh we got to watch it there it was it wasn't live or anything but it was one of the tapings that they did for it and they um played it on there so we watched it there and i actually owned that on vhs all right it was so it was was really cool man to have something like that (laughs) but now i've I've actually recently went back to like watch youtube videos of it so cheesy so horrible (laughs) I, I can't. I'm like, why did we even love this? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it was horrible. So wh- what do you got next for us?
1: Uh, so speaking of, uh, you know, a, a American equivalents of our Hogwarts houses, uh, I've got some news that was actually announced today by J.K. Rowling, uh, who is the author of the Harry Potter novels. Okay. Uh, J.K. Rowling has just announced the launch of Harry Potter at Home, and honestly, it couldn't have come sooner. Wow! Uh, what with us all being stuck at home in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, the brand new website was created to cast a banishing charm on boredom and help add a touch of Harry Potter magic to our daily lives. And it sure does look like good fun for muggles. <laughs> uh, according to the site description, it features all the latest magical treats to keep you occupied, including special contributions from Bloomsbury and Scholastic, nifty magical craft videos fun articles, quizzes, puzzles, and plenty more for first-time readers, as well as those already familiar with the Wizarding World. Uh, The website is broken down into a number of different sections, including news and features, quizzes, uh, JK Rowling Archive, House Pride, Discover, Hogwarts Sorting, Fan Club, Gold, and Shop. Uh, As well as learning more about the Wizarding World, users can also watch a tutorial for drawing a Niffler, Play a Triwizard Tournament word search, take a guided tour of the Hogwarts paintings, and relive some of the best moments from the books and films. Uh, users can create a new account for the site or use their Pottermore login if they already have one. Uh, Rowling announced the new project on Twitter, saying parents, teachers, and careers uh, and carers, excuse me, working to keep children amused and interested while we're on lockdown might need a bit of magic. So, I'm decided to launch Harry Potter at home.com. So, uh, I, her post has already gone viral with thousands liking and sharing. One person replied, This is definitely going to be a source of entertainment for me as well. Yeah. I'm neither a parent, teacher, or caregiver. Thank you for releasing this. You're helping a lot of people. Off to draw a niffler now. <laughs> uh, another said, Hope this is for adults too. I love Harry Potter.
0: That's awesome.
1: Uh, so yeah this is really kind of cool I'm, yeah. I think I'm gonna get my uh my daughter into this because we've been reading the books together as a family so uh I'm really excited to to do this this is really cool
0: that's actually really really cool man um and it couldn't have come at the best time at the world in the world right now right um, yeah. like that I just so something like that is super cool we need to find. Uh, different ways to kind of interact with one another because we can't go outside right now there. We got to figure out something to keep, get our, like our, especially kids, young kids, man. It's hard to keep them occupied, man.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I, in fact, my wife and I were just talking about this tonight. I mean, cabin fever right now. It's just <laughs> killing us. And, and, uh, we're, we're to the point now where it's like, we've run out of creative ideas yeah. <laughs> and we're just trying to find that new thing, you know? So, yeah. uh, you know, perhaps maybe even, uh, some of our uh, hitchhikers, if they can, uh, maybe comment on, on uh, our Facebook page. What are you doing to escape boredom? Yeah. Uh, maybe we can even do that as our next, uh, backseat driver question or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Uh, That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, it's a struggle. It is a serious struggle, man.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I it's uh, <laughs> I I'm glad that we got uh that Santa Claus got my son a bike uh for Christmas uh and because that has been our go to. He's we, he's been like I'm bored. I uh, and 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 the, the kid and kids man. Th- their thing is when I'm bored I go snack and we're like dude no don't yeah. you can't snack man we gotta save our food because we don't want to venture out into the world that crazy place of uh, called the grocery store right <laughs> so we're like yeah stay away from that place for a while so uh, <laughs> so it's like dude just go ride your bike and uh, go take a couple a couple turns and he just learned how to ride his bike. Uh, we, we asked, we're horrible parents and just taught our nine year old how to ride a bike. Sorry. (laughs) We're that, we're that, we're those people. Uh, but, (laughs) but he, he's got it, he's got a bike and he rides his bike around. And, uh, and, but I mean, because, I mean, I, I remember going around, around his age riding bikes, but not by myself, but with my friends, we'd ride all over town and, and, uh, that was a different time, man. But, uh. He he gets bored because he just he can't go ride with his friends, uh he can't <laughs> hang out with his friends. Uh, the other day, a couple of his friends came knocking on the door. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? No, they they're like, hey can, you can come in? Can Ezekiel come and hang out and play? And we're like, I was like, I felt bad, but I had to say, no, I'm sorry guys, we're we're practicing social distancing. Um, uh, they're like, <laughs> they looked at me all weird, like they've never heard that word before. I'm just like sorry, guys, this is not an extra, um, spring break to, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Yeah. It's been rough. Uh, I, I made the trip to the grocery store, I guess yesterday morning uh-huh. and, uh, How'd that they, go? They, they are, it, you know, it wasn't as bad as when I went last week. So last okay. week it was, it was still pretty crazy. So I went to, uh, I went to the fries, uh, which is the Kroger chain here in Mesa on uh-huh. Greenfield road. And, uh, they, the, when I got there, cause they opened at six and at the time they still hadn't done that, uh, senior citizens get in an hour early yet. Okay. So I had to get in line with everybody and the line was so long. I grabbed the grocery cart and you know how they have that anti-theft device on grocery carts to yeah. try to steal it from the grocery store. Uh-huh. The line was so far away from the store that the anti-theft device kicked in. And the wheels on the grocery cart stopped spinning. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, there was this whole row of oh, like man. abandoned shopping carts out there oh, because man. people. Man, it was a, it was a, a nightmare. But what blew my mind was the number of people that were obviously. I mean, they were elderly, so they've already got that going for them. Uh-huh. But they were obviously immunocompromised, and they were yeah. there at the store. Just buying a few things, just buying a handful of things. There was a gentleman that I ended up letting in front of me online because I had a heaping uh, shopping cart. All he had, he, he obviously recently had suffered some sort of stroke. Uh He had the kind of the the sagging going on. It was so bad that one of his eyes was incredibly bloodshot. He had an oxygen tank. He had a walker. Oh my gosh. And all he was buying, I swear on my life, all he was buying was a 20 ounce bottle of Coke, a one liter bottle of Coke, a bottle of Dasani water and a box of ho hos.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: And I would, oh, I was like, what "Oh my gosh, are you doing? what so, are you doing?" Yeah, man?
0: that and is okay. It was the
1: same thing. Like it was the same thing yesterday. Just the the number of elderly people that were just getting a handful of things. I was like, "You guys have no idea." Um, fortunately, yeah. I heard a few of them over. I overheard a few of them. One guy was talking about how he's going back to Wisconsin next week. So, I you know, hopefully, uh, the, that portion of the population sorts themselves out sooner rather than later. Cause I really feel like that's, what's going to be Arizona's, uh, downfall in all of this is the elderly comp, uh, uh population, yeah. uh, getting it. But
0: yeah, cause we have, we have a ton of snowbirds and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and they're here till right about now. Uh, 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 my, uh, the end of April, closer to may, they start to go back home. Uh, but my gosh, the thing is, you know, maybe we can urge our friends out there listening. You know, if you guys know anybody, or if you guys see anybody out there, you know, ask them if you can help them, even if they're a stranger and if they're older and you know that they can be compromised. You see them walking into the store that you're already going into and just, just reach out to them and say, Hey, I, I, for your, the, I mean, I, it's kind of hard too, though. What do you say? Do you say, Hey, uh, for your own safety, can I go in and, and purchase your, <laughs> purchase some items for you? Like, what can I do? Like, like you can't, it's so weird to say that, but m- like, come on, though. No. We really need to, to look out for our elderly, uh, you know, neighbors, man. And, If we can, if we, if we know and at least reach out to the, to the neighbors you guys do know and, and just reach out and send a text or call them up and, or, or hey, talk to them through a window or something and say, Hey, um, can I do anything for you guys? Do you guys need me to go to the grocery store for anything for you? Especially those of us who are not compromised. Um, yep. Yep. That I think that's the one thing that we can do for, for our, for our elderly friends. Um, I can't urge anybody. You know, I I can't. I I, at least I would do that if I saw somebody. I would, hey, you could just hang out here. I'll go purchase whatever you need and I'll bring it to you. Yeah, yeah. So i i got i got a i got an uplifting story here. So because we are all stuck in quarantine or self quarantine and all this fun stuff, and we like you said, we're getting cabin fever. Um, but also our children are suffering because. Uh, here in Arizona, our kids, uh, their schools have been closed down for the entire year, so there's no more school. Um, and they were they were only a handful of months left, um, maybe a couple of months left from for school anyway. Um, but but they but they sent out word and they said no more school for the rest of the year, no more school related activities, which means there's a lot of kids that aren't going to be graduating and walking across the stage. Um, my daughter, she was really bummed about not being able to go to prom, uh, or even having the opportunity. And I saw
1: what you did about that. And that was probably one of the most heart touching (laughs) things I have ever seen. That was one of the coolest father moments I think I've ever experienced. Kudos to you for that, man. That was awesome.
0: Do you want to tell everybody what I did?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Joseph here, he, uh, he, and I say Joseph because it is the most formal way I can say your name. Uh, he, he took his daughter to a prom at home, uh, posted some pictures of him in his suit jacket and, uh, and taking her to prom. And I was just so impressed with that. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So I was, I was up in the, in the, my studio area and I was, uh, um, cutting together some, some, uh, some podcast stuff. And I had finished and sometimes I get a little bored in here. It's just me in here and I get, I need a little bit of a break. So I went out and I needed a break and I looked and my daughter was like, she was dressed up in her, um, in one of her pri- previous, uh, dance dresses and, uh, and she had put on one of her corsages. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm really bummed that I don't get to go to prom this year cause they closed down everything. So I'm just kind of put it on and just feel like I'm, you know, like, like, I guess it, I don't want to use the word belong, but uh, it, it's, I guess she was just wanting to feel some kind of normalcy. You know what I mean? Like this would have be around yeah. the time would she'd be getting asked to prom and all that stuff. Um, it would be coming up here within the next month or two. So, um, so, uh, you know, so we, she, so that's, that's where she was at. So I said, okay, um, let's go, let's do this. So I went and, uh, grabbed one of my blazers and I put it on and and mom came out, came out of the room and I was walking down the stairs and mom took some pictures of us and mom played some music and we had fun dancing around and all that stuff and mom took a picture of us and uh, and uh and uh played some music so i so i i was just, just me being me i did some crazy stuff <laughs> and did a crazy <laughs> dance for her but um but i figured hey at least have some fun and have a little bit of normalcy, and I so we did a little at home prom 2020 because she's not going to be able to go to prom this year. So where I'm hoping she gets to go was, next that year. That was so
1: awesome. That was so, and you know what? That's probably <laughs> going to be her most mem- uh, memorable dance. I, I guarantee it. That was just really cool.
0: <laughs> I hope so. But to go along with that story of kind of feeling some normalcy and uh, and and feeling the love of. Uh, Of our of our schools and our teachers and stuff like that. I got a story here. So Dallas teachers and they did did something like that, like this here as well. So Dallas teachers threw a sweet car parade to brighten their their students days. So since the schools have been closed uh, uh, to uh, to help the spread of coronavirus, teachers and students and parents, especially parents, are realizing how much they appreciate the place that they often take for granted. Uh, Not only that, but the students are missing their friends, educators and teachers uh, they're all missing each other, right? I my 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 son has been fortunate to uh, speak with his teacher via uh, an app uh, and uh, the video kind of conference calls here and there every once in a while. I see a bunch of people of of, of our friends doing like Zoom calls with uh, with their teachers and stuff. So in Dallas, what they did was they did a parade. Uh, so teachers got in their cars and uh, and they drove down a a a, a series of, of streets that their students lived on and they kind of sent out on their Facebook page of a, a map of where they were going to be driving down. So, so, and it wasn't on any major streets. It was down their neighborhood streets and people went out to the, to the curbs and stood in their lawns and, and kind of made, uh, posters telling their teachers that we love you and all this stuff. It was really encouraging and really amazing. Um, Here, let me read this here. It says, when the day arrived, the teachers were welcomed with sidewalk chalk drawings, smiling faces, posters telling them how much they are loved and missed. And parents who have a newfound appreciation for all they do. (laughs) We definitely do. Because, wow, you guys do a whole lot. Uh, The teachers behind the parade wanted to do this for their students to help raise their spirits. One teacher told the Washington Post that during the parade, I told them that I missed them and would see them soon just to give them some reassurance. However, it seems that uh, seems the parade boosted the morale of the teachers too. another staff member told the Washington Post there was an overflowing of emotion seeing the kids that we wouldn't give hugs to for for over a week uh, or that we couldn't give hugs to for over a week. Uh, they were also met with parents holding signs that said, you're a much better teacher than me. <laughs> to which the teachers <laughs> responded, hang in there, mamas, uh, offering an even, uh, even the grownups much needed reassurance. That's, that's a definite that's cool. thing. So this one, when I read this is that touched my heart. I have a, we have some friends who actually, uh, live in Dallas and they were actually, uh, a part of this actual parade here that they did, uh, the, in, in there, there. So it was really cool to see that. Um, and, uh, I, I was super excited. Uh, my wife, I was, I don't know if I was at work or something because I am an essential employee. So I'm fortunate enough to be working now. And, um, my wife said that they did that here and it was really cool.
1: Uh, yeah. The, I've I've seen that pop up around the country in different places and it, it's really cool. And, and, uh, uh, you, you know, a lot of those stories that you just, or a lot of the experiences that you just brought up, I'm hearing of all over the country. Uh, another cool thing that I saw, actually my wife participated in was a kid in our neighborhood. It was their birthday today oh, cool. and she couldn't have a birthday party. So they did a drive by birthday party. Oh, cool. And so everybody decorated their cars, drove past their house, waved, wished them happy birthday, um, mm-hmm. My wife took my kids, she painted their hair and did some wacky hair designs and stuff. And they had little signs that said happy birthday and everything. And, and uh, so people are getting creative, uh, yeah. even though we're not yeah. able to interact with one another on a level we'd like to. We've been able to, to exercise our imaginations a little bit and get really yeah. creative with how we're expressing care and compassion for one another. And I, I really love these ideas of, of teachers visiting the communities and stuff. I, I, I think that's really cool.
0: Yeah. It's super touching. Um, so I, I, I love these stories, man. These, I I think this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes of ours because I have so much, I have a newfound love for, uh, the things that we took for granted. Um, it's, it's absolutely amazing that the things that we don't usually think about that, um, that have a major impact in our lives. Yeah. All right. What else do you have?
1: Well, let's, uh, let's stay in that same vein then as, uh, with, uh, a good uplifting story. So, uh, my favorite band, uh, is Shine Down. I've never been okay. shy about that at all. <laughs> uh, in fact, if you, if you look here, you can see two of their, uh, you can see a platinum album and a, and a gold album behind me there on, the, on the webcam there. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I absolutely love Shine Down. I uh, they announced this week, I uh, an Atlas, uh, an- Exclusive song called Atlas Falls. Uh, If uh, you donate $50, uh, you will get a a download of the song and a shirt with the Atlas Falls design on the front. And then Mm -hmm. the uh, chorus of the song is on the back. Uh, Cool. So uh, it says we need music and each other now more than ever. Download our new song Atlas Falls with the purchase of a special T-shirt. 100% 100% of proceeds will go to Direct Relief, an organization that is doing important work to help the medical community receive protective equipment and essential medical supplies on the front lines of this pandemic.
0: That's amazing.
1: I, there are stories all over the place that are we've got medical professionals mm-hmm. that they're running out of protective equipment. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've seen stories of, of uh, doctors and nurses in New York that they're having to repurpose garbage sacks. Oh my! They're gosh. having to use. Uh, I guess the New York Yankees donated a bunch of uh, ponchos to them that they use on rainy games that doctors and nurses are now wearing as personal protective equipment in hospitals. Wow. this is not acceptable yeah uh, yeah. We as as a country, we cannot allow this to happen. So I encourage everyone to uh you know, if you're even a slight Shine Down fan, definitely reach out and do this. I think it's a wonderful yeah. opportunity. Uh and I've I've listened to the song. It's a great song. Uh it's a pretty uplifting song. And uh yeah, so uh if you've got the means, uh donate fifty bucks, get yourself a shirt and a and a cool uh, downloadable song.
0: Yeah, cool. Even if you're not a fan, man, just if you can, if you think that this is a good cause, do it anyway. Um, yeah. so, so today I actually, I could, because I, I am, a, I work in many different, uh, uh, places, grocery stores and, uh, other, um, department stores and things of that nature, uh, to stock shelves. Uh, so I, I am in the, I, I use, uh, gloves. Right. I have to use gloves. And I actually used them before um, before any of this crazy stuff happened. So I had a couple of uh, boxes in my house. Um, so now I'm only down to one box. and I'm, So I went to, to took to Amazon to see if I can purchase any. And every time that I turn to go buy some, it says I can't buy anything because they've made it every single um uh, item that is kind of essential for doctors and government employees and and uh, police officers to use like gloves hand sanitizer masks uh, things of that nature they've they've uh, can't they they are able for, they have them available for those people uh, for first responders before the public um, which is amazing and i love that but <laughs> I would love uh, to be able to purchase some of that as well somewhere. Sure. Um, I mean, I wish that we had some way to say, hey, man, if we're an essential employee and we are actually in grocery stores, um, touching these shelves i would wish that they would throw us on that list too that so that i was uh that i am a, a made available to purchase these kinds of items because hey i understand that that i mean obviously the the nurses and the doctors and the people in the hospitals need it before me um uh, but um you know at least the the tier where the grocers are i i i i would be in that uh tier as well i wish they would kind of make uh uh, us available to purchase some items like that as well, which would yeah. be, I mean, because how, where else am I going to get them? I'm not going to be able to get them in the, in those grocery stores in the, in the, and I wouldn't, couldn't even go to like a home Depot and find them.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's pretty cutthroat out there. I will say, I mean, just that having observed what's going on in the grocery stores, things are lightening up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, this last time that I went shopping, there was only a couple of items that I wasn't able to find, yeah. uh, or at least get a substitution for. So I think the initial wave of panic purchasing is cooling down. Uh, so hopefully we can get you, uh, equipped with what you need here really soon. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the suppliers can get stuff out because yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I hate thinking that you're working without the appropriate protective equipment.
0: Yeah, I I think anybody who is actually working in a place where you are susceptible to this virus at at any cost should be able to have this kind of stuff available to them. Uh, You know, obviously, police officers and first responders and nurses and hospitals, obviously, that is the obvious given. They need that more than we do, right? But when do people who actually work in the grocery stores as well need it. Uh, uh, That's my piece. That's my piece. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. All right. uh, Is it my turn or is your turn? I think it's my turn, right? I believe it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. So this is a fun one and kind of uplifting as well. So I know, I know everybody's kind of seen this story all the way all over the place, but did you see that a quarantine man saw a dancing woman on the roof and he kind of, uh, He goes out of his way to kind of ask her out and in a unique way. Did you see this story? I didn't see this. No. So, so I I guess there was a, there's a guy. He was, uh, saw a a woman, a cute girl dancing on the roof (laughs) and, uh, he saw her. So he, uh, he got his drone and he sent it over to her and asking her out on a date. it, it's it's pretty it was pretty cool to see this Uh, uh him kind of uh, doing this in a unique uh, fashion. So this is the um, let me read this here. Um, um, a global pandemic isn't an ideal situation for meeting someone new, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Quarantined in his uh, apartment, photographer, I'm not going to say his name, from Bl- Brooklyn, New York looked out his window and saw a neighbor dancing on the rooftop of the adjacent building. He knew he had, he had to meet her. Uh, this is kind of cool. And it looks, there's uh, some pictures in here of things here. Uh, the two exchanged waves uh, after which this gentleman uh, came up with a brilliant plan uh, for them to connect. Luckily, he, uh, for luckily for him, he had already had the perfect tool: his drone. After jotting down his number on a piece of paper, he attached it to the device and flew it over to the mysterious stranger. Um, I actually haven't been on a date in at least a year, he said. Uh, I think I was just craving some social interaction, just like we all are, right? He said. And being confined to the uh, to the my the walls of my apartment inspired me with some creativity um after after an hour he received a text message and learned his new crush's name uh, i'm not gonna say her name oh not only (laughs) was the impressed uh, not only was he impressed by she was impressed by his determination but she was all for having dinner with him uh in a unique way so they kind of had uh, a facetime interactions they had a little uh a little dinner kind of a thing. So it was really, really interesting. And, um, so he said somehow he found a giant plastic bubble, took it outside to inflate it, and hopped in. And then they wa- he walked up to Tori's door and he even bought her flowers and hand san- sanitizer. And, uh, so he, he kind of <laughs> put himself in a bubble and he, they little, they went on a social distancing date.
1: <laughs> hand sanitizer, he might as well have got her a diamond ring. Right.
0: It's <laughs> It's, it's stinking hilarious. So you guys should look this up. It's all over the internet uh they actually look like a pretty cool looking couple man They're, that's kind of funny that's man awesome yeah really cool you, you let, so don't let this stinking virus get you down <laughs> that's awesome
1: i love it uh well i have a little bit of bad news here i uh, you're gonna but it's not unex, it's not unexpected i mean look, it's it entirely expected. <laughs> yeah sorry from uh, from blossoming romances in New York to uh, delayed films, <laughs> uh, so Sony has delayed the release of pretty much everything for the remainder of the year until next year. Oh goodness! Uh, they've rearranged their entire upcoming slate, including uh, Morbius, uh, the new Ghostbusters movie, hmm. and uh, Uncharted. Uh, The schedule changes announced late Monday underscore the uncertainty facing Hollywood amid the coronavirus pandemic and unprecedented theater closures. Morbius, which was set to hit theaters July 31st, is now set to open March 19th of 2021. Ghostbusters Afterlife is moving off its July 10th release to March 5th of 2021, uh, which was previously occupied by the studio's flashy video game adaptation Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted is now scheduled to debut on October 8th, 2021, a date that was reserved for an untitled Sony Marvel movie, which now goes undated. Wow. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Also the World War Two drama Greyhound starring Tom Hanks, who himself is recovering from the coronavirus is now undated. Uh, it has been moved several times and was most recently set to open in early June. Wow. Uh, likewise Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway has moved yet again and won't open in cinemas until January fifteenth, twenty twenty
0: one. Wow, so this so this this is crazy. So that that whole uh direct to digital thing isn't working out the way they wanted it then, huh?
1: I mean a lot of these movies are pretty major ones. I mean you yeah. I don't think you want to go direct to digital with a Morbius or with a Ghostbusters or with a (laughs) Greyhound. That's the one that I believe could be the exception to the rule. Uh, But everything else, Uncharted, I don't know. I think the draw for that one is that it's starring Tom Holland. Okay. Uh, But uh, even that one, I'm like, meh. But yeah, I mean, there's some big movies that they're delaying, and, and I don't think it would be. Uh, it would be wise of them to yeah. release it straight to the video.
0: Super interesting, man, because I was really looking forward to that Ghostbusters afterlife, man.
1: Yeah. That one looked really cool.
0: Yeah. I can't, uh, that, I, that kind of saying Mo- Morbius, man, that was a big one for me too. Um, yeah, stinks, yeah we were man. really excited about that one. This kind of stinks because it makes me one like there, there's going to be a big gap in, in, in movies releases, new movie releases, man. Cause, yeah. uh part of my job it, at one of the stores that I work at is stocking the shelves with movies. And yes, supposedly I'm a, I'm a, I'm supposed to be an essential worker. And yes, I did say I'm stocking shelves with movies. You guys have that argument with my company, not me. So there you go. Um, uh, but, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so what am I going to do? <laughs> that's one of the biggest jobs that, that we have and there's going to be a big, big gap in movie releases. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge one.
1: Yeah. It, it'll be interesting. I, I did mention, I think on our last episode that I think we're going to have like a vacuum of yeah. of entertainment. Um, yeah. and, uh, it, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. Super uh, interesting. conversely though. So, uh, speaking of Jared Leto, did you hear about his whole thing with the coronavirus?
0: No, I haven't.
1: He was on some uh, silent meditation retreat for like days or weeks. I I can't. Let's see. Uh, So it says, uh, Leto tweeted early Tuesday that 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. And he came back and was like, oh, well, there's a pandemic. (laughs) This guy is weird.
0: he's like i was out of i was nowhere and then all of a sudden i come back there's a pandemic oh my gosh
1: yeah it's crazy me? it's so funny this he guy. says uh he says we were totally isolated no phone no communication we had no idea what was happening outside the facility i'm like how would it be <laughs> oh, how, facility. Would, how would it be to have a life like that yeah
0: he didn't do it in. in uh, what the heck man he didn't do it in the in the woods like a real hippie <laughs> I guess. Yeah. He says
1: uh, the facility, but he says it was in the desert somewhere. So I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, that's just did hilarious.
0: He, did he take all his cult members like he did the last time?
1: <laughs> he says we, so it looks like he may have. Yeah.
0: So you know what I'm talking about, what I'm referring to, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's got that Island or
0: whatever. Oh, so all Yeah. So he took, uh, he took, uh, hundreds. I don't know if it was thousands of his fans, to uh, like on this retreat where they all dressed in white and he or uh, they dressed it all in one color and he was all in white and it was like it was weird and culty dude super cultish like it was <laughs> awkward I saw videos and I'm like what is this guy doing and they were like like enamored with him and I was like oh my gosh they paid thousands of dollars to do this yeah weird. That's insane weird but to each his own man Whatever, I guess. <laughs> that was, that's really weird. Um, I've got a story here, so I don't know if you saw this one, but a quarantine hairdresser keeps her, her skills sharp by practicing hilarious updos on her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this one's pretty cool. There's because the the headline here has a picture of him dressed as as Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this guy's got really long hair, and his his uh, girlfriend is a hairdresser. So she was, oh, so, awesome. and they're quarantined together. So, uh, so she got really bored. So she and she's like, "Well, you got long, beautiful girl hair. <laughs> Let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> so it says, uh, um, uh, her boyfriend are uh, her and her boyfriend are currently waiting out the uh, the novel coronavirus from uh, uh uh from a family cabin, like so many others. Uh, she had to close her hair salon in, in Atlanta, Georgia, to keep everyone safe. Uh, but that hasn't stopped her from practicing what she loves. Her boyfriend is a soft uh, software engineer who was able to work remotely, but uh, she quickly grew antsy with nothing to do. So. As he typed away on the laptop one day, she began playing with his hair, which was nothing unusual. In fact, his stunning locks were one of the first things she noticed when they met. Uh, I knew I'd be out of work for weeks, possibly months. So when he was on the computer, I started curling it and it was like, I'm going to make you look like George Washington, she explained. I posted, uh, it, it to a few, uh, hair forums on Facebook and they loved it. She said, how could they not? All he's missing is some powder and some curly and, and curly look and, um, so basically she just, there's a picture here and it definitely looks like, uh, like they used to do the hair. There's a series of pictures of how she did his hair. So it was pretty, it's pretty hilarious, man. I thought it was really cool. People are coming up with, uh, tons and tons of different, uh, ways to kind of, you know, um, fight the boredom. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Good for them. That's the, and you know what? Good for him too. I, I'm, I'm proud that he, uh, he was a good sport. He, he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's okay with enough. He's comfortable enough in his, uh, masculinity that <laughs> that's fine good for yeah. him.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool. There was even one picture where he's got a Mohawk, like super, it was, it's pretty cool. Um, that's awesome. yeah, man. Um, yeah, we, there's better things we could do than just sitting around on on the TV and watching, you know, binging all the uh, binging things, binging uh, the Tiger King, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, man. I had to bring that one up. Sorry.
1: No, that's that's fine. You I'm have just no about, idea. Uh, yeah, I'm just about going to start that one here.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Or <laughs> what else do you have?
1: So uh, this is, a, a, a the is this a little bit older, but uh, it, it's before uh, all of this nonsense with the uh, pandemic uh, started. But uh, so, Joey, do you know what the highest rated movie on IMDb is?
0: Uh, no, I don't, actually.
1: It is The Shawshank Redemption.
0: Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, Super that, interesting.
1: Yeah, so, yep. So the Shawshank Redemption is it has the highest uh, score of any movie on IMDb. Wow. Uh, second place is The Godfather.
0: Okay. So two, uh, two great movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of people like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I do you remember what uh, what the big uh, occurrence is in the Shawshank Redemption? Um,
0: uh, when he crawls through the the the, the poop shoot.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So okay. it's all about the prison break, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I came across a story out of my hometown the other day (laughs) that uh, is kind of our own unique Shawshank Redemption there. So this comes from the Weber County jail in in my hometown of Ogden, Utah. (laughs) Uh, Weber County jail inmate Caleb White, why want uh, managed to escape from the jail Tuesday evening? Oh, man. We understand that news of an escapee can cause alarm and fear in the community uh, we want the community to know that we have called out deputies and are working with the U.S. Marshals to investigate this incident and to locate Caleb. At 7.35 p.m. on Tuesday, Want escaped by posing as another inmate, Matthew Belknap. He had Belknap's jail identification card in his possession oh, and provided jail staff with Belknap's full name, date of birth, and social security number from memory. Oh, why wow. uh, want also recently shaved his head to more closely resemble Belknap? Uh, the sheriff's office suspects that why want is headed to Orange County, California, uh, which actually I've got another uh, follow up on this. They did end up catching him in Idaho. Wow. Uh, he was, uh, yeah. So, uh, do you want to know the most beautiful, ironic story of this? I mean, the ironic thing about this whole story?
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: You do you know what Caleb Wywant was in jail for to begin with?
0: Oh no! What was it for?
1: Identity theft. <laughs> I I love it so much. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was being hailed on charges oh, of bank fraud gosh. and identity theft. <laughs> that brings me so much
0: joy. Oh man. That's hilarious. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So he was he was arrested. He's no longer a threat to society, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's his equivalent of taking, uh, two pocketfuls of dirt out in his pockets every day, I guess. You know? There you go, man. It was awesome. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. I've got, I've got one more story here, uh, for you, Nate. And this one, this one, uh, this one's a tearjerker, man. And, and when I read it, it, it definitely almost made me cry. Um, so a, a man stands outside of the ER with a sign thanking his te- the team that saved his wife's life. Um, I'm st- uh, just bear with me everyone because I'm going to I'm going to try to read this one uh in its entirety because this is a really good one here. Uh, we should all thank our healthcare workers after all they are the heroes of the nano coronavirus uh pandemic. Uh, I don't know I I don't know why I have a problem with people call it that. Uh, I don't know why I prefer COVID 19. Anyway, um, they're, they're working tirelessly to save people's lives, uh, while putting their, their own safety at risk. Allison, uh, Sweetson is one of the incredible vid- individuals as an ER nurse. As she's on the front lines of the outbreak and has been putting, uh, I'm sorry, has been putting up crazy hours at New Jersey's uh, Morristown Medical Center. She's also sacrificing time with her family, which is why every gesture of gratitude from her patients and their loved ones is precious, is a precious reminder that it's all worth it. Uh, On March 25th, Allison uh, was working in triage when she heard a knock on the window before her stood an elderly man who had tears pouring down his fa- his cheeks. He held up a simple, uh, cardboard sign that read, thank you all in, em- uh, thank you all in emergency for saving my wife's life. I love you all with his permission. Allison snapped a photo of his powerful message message and shared it with, uh, with her own thoughts on Facebook. Here's her words. I peeked out the door and asked him how his wife was. She wrote, he said, great. Uh, she is going home today. You all are amazing. I don't know him, but I, I don't I don't know his wife. But throughout the last 13 years as a nurse, I realized this is why we do it. Uh, times are tough, but we make a difference. Uh, I love my team. This is amazing. Uh, uh, it, it, there's even a picture here. And as soon as I saw this picture, I almost freaking broke down in tears how amazing this was. Uh, we can't imagine how tough it is for uh, every healthcare worker who is treating the COVID-19 patients, but we uh, can say from the bottom of our hearts that we're forever grateful for them. Clearly, we're not the only ones. Let's all thank them by staying home and flattening the curve. Um, what an amazing story here. I, I just yeah. I just can't. There's, there's millions and millions of stories just like this one uh, where um, our healthcare professionals—they're—they're—they're they're, they're sacrificing their own uh, family time and at some points, sometimes even their lives, uh, to help others. Um, for the amazing work that they do, I just want to say thank you all, and you guys are 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 definitely uh, loved and appreciated.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a that's a really good story. I, I believe I may have seen this picture. Was he the gentleman that was holding up the sign up against the glass? Yes. Uh, yeah. OK. Yeah, I did see that story. That was really touching.
0: Yeah. Super touching. Um, I, I can't I can't imagine having somebody in the hospital and because you can't be in there with them. They have no. to, they have to no. do it alone. And uh, already you're, 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 you're there, they're alone. I'm very sure that they can't, they probably can't even have their phones with them very often, probably at at least until some, uh, till they're, you know, on that, on that upside.
1: Um, I actually, I, I read somebody on Twitter mentioned not only while they're sick, but even after they die, uh, there was a, a woman that I saw on Twitter that she mentioned that, um, the hospital wouldn't let her come and see her father's deceased body. Oh my gosh. Uh, They told her you can either do an immediate burial or send him to be cremated right now. Oh my gosh. Um, So not only did she not get to say goodbye to him when he was alive, but she, they don't get to do a, a proper funeral service either. Uh, So yeah, this, I mean, it sucks.
0: That's absolutely sad, man. I'm sorry for for bringing you guys down, but um, I just thought, I just thought that was amazing, an amazing story to talk to everyone about our healthcare professionals and how amazing they are right now. They, uh, you know, I, am a huge comic book fan and a lot of comic books. There's a lot of superheroes. Um, you know what, our healthcare professionals, they are definitely my superhero right now.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, Most definitely.
0: Do you have anything else, Nate?
1: I, I've got one more and this is another, Sad, sad story. Uh, I'm going to apologize uh, preemptively here. Okay. Uh, A tractor trailer hauling toilet paper crashed and caught fire near Dallas early Wednesday, spilling a hot commodity all over an interstate.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is a sad story. Uh, The fire shut down westbound
1: lanes of Interstate 20 near Interstate 45 and Hutchins. The Texas Department of Transportation said the driver of the truck is okay. Ah, uh, the toilet paper appeared to be large rolls, typically used in stores, restaurants, and other businesses. Uh, they say the load of toilet paper burned extensively. <laughs> uh, toilet paper has been in high demand amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, producers ramped up production oh and shipping gosh. operations to resupply stores wiped out by consumers buying toilet paper <laughs> and paper towels and ball. Oh my gosh! So I. Uh, I'd I'd, I'd uh, ask each of you to uh, hold a a silent uh, a moment of silence for the uh, the uh, the poor uh, uh, hind ends of the people of Hutchins, Texas, who uh, <laughs> whose toilet paper caught fire on an interstate this oh week.
0: My oh my gosh, that that stinks, man! <laughs> see, what did no, see what I did there. to see what I did there. Oh man, dad jokes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, that's all I've got. You got you. That's the last thing you have, right?
1: Yeah, that's it for me.
0: All right, let's go ahead. What's our next segment, uh,
1: Nate? Uh, I believe it's uh, backseat drivers, right?
0: All right, let's go ahead and move on to our backseat drivers, but not before a word from our sponsor. Did you? Did you? Do you know where we're going? Yes. Okay, but are you? You didn't ask Siri. Yes, I don't need to. Uh, how do you? How do you know where we're going? Because I go here all the time. Uh, okay. Well, the, okay, slow, slow down. You're getting no. too close to that car. Jordan, I know it. how to drive. I got my license. You barely. But you're going to. You, okay. Well, barely. We barely do a lot of things. You, we got to turn here. No, turn I don't. Turn. No, I'm going turn. the other way. No, turn. No, Dad, don't be a backseat driver. All right, everybody. This is our backseat driver segment where we talk about our Facebook group comments. And Nate, what question did you pose?
1: So uh, I wanted to I wanted to have a little bit of fun here, let people uh, get, get a little creative, and, and boy, did you ever! Uh, so <laughs> I said, using only a movie title, describe your last romantic encounter. <laughs> uh, oh, so that uh, funny. Joey, we'll get to yours towards the end here because I believe that Jeff McCain, he won this this one. Okay. Uh, he will be the winner of this. Uh, his was eight seconds. Um, but he said, when you have kids, uh, I don't think that's a valid excuse.
0: Oh, um, that's hilarious.
1: Jonathan Rourke said, uh, the 40-year-old virgin. Uh, oh, no. Bless him. Man, uh, and then what's really funny is my mom chimed in, and was like, "You really don't want me to answer this question?" And I was like, "Yeah, thank you. I, I really didn't." Uh,
0: That's hilarious. And then she did, didn't she? So,
1: uh, no, she. Well, well, she did. She deleted it.
0: No, no, I don't think she did.
1: Oh, good. Thank goodness, because I didn't want to read it anyway. There's a, there's a shortage of bleach, and I don't need it in my eyes right now. So.
0: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, do you want to
1: get the
0: next one there, Joey? Um, which one is that? Uh, Let's see. We got uh, we got Alyssa and Steve Jones. That's one of our friends here from our neighborhood. They said, wait until dark. Uh, she said not. She she didn't know how to post all those pictures that we did with, like everybody else oh, did. Oh, I see. But uh, she said, wait until dark. <laughs> She's got a she got a handful of uh, handful of teenagers in her house. I can understand why. Oh, I see. All right. <laughs>
1: Uh, my buddy Brady Thompson he says been married almost 20 years so it's gotta be she's just not that into you
0: <laughs> that's hilarious oh my gosh and then
1: my friend uh, Holly Burns she said because I said so oh. uh, <laughs> I'm, j- I'm just gonna I, I don't know where she's going with that one uh, so I'm just gonna kind of leave it out there you know? All right. I'll let All you uh, interpret it as you want
0: <laughs> okay uh, this next, next one uh, we got Brian Augustine and he said, out of the past. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good one, too. And then um, uh, Nathan and Michael then, uh, my, this,
1: yeah, Yes, this is my old buddy from uh, from back when I was in the Navy. Okay. Uh, so his is Waterworld. Um, I don't know where he's going with this one, I but I'm just going to...
0: I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know why. I'm just going to... Do not... Man, do not you guys wanna. got creative. <laughs>
1: so... I'll,
0: I'll read mine here. Mine. So I said, this is, this is mine. And I told everybody else, try to keep it cleanish, guys. Um, but mine said mine is fool's rush in.
1: I don't, I don't know what you're going for with that one, but, uh, again, that's another one that's ambiguous and I'm going to let it just, uh, uh, let's just, just, uh, simmer out there in the the universe.
0: So there you go. So what's yours?
1: I I didn't, I didn't post mine because i got, it's a, it's a coin toss between two. Okay. Uh it's either extremely loud and incredibly close <laughs> or uh Man of Steel. N- oh yeah.
0: No. No. It's, it's <laughs> no. I think I think you uh I think let's see let's see this one here cuz uh I think this one's more like you cuz cuz Jeff McCain said another one but I think this is going to pertain to you. This one's gone in 60 seconds. That one's more like oh, you.
1: Oh, cut it out. That one's more like no. you. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right man that was that was oh, pretty fun great. that was a fun one man <laughs> i'm glad everybody kept it as clean as possible <laughs> except <laughs> some of them they were a little ambiguous <laughs> let's just let your mind wander in that one <laughs> all right nate um that was a whole lot of fun um i think we do should do um uh some other fun ones here. We'll, we'll 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 post some some stuff on Facebook. You guys keep uh tuning in and checking those out. We we are grateful for you guys doing that anyway. Um what is what's our next segment?
1: Road trip, right?
0: Yeah. Let's let's right. let's play some road trip. I've got a really cool quiz for you. This one's going to be fun. Are we
1: there yet? No. Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet?
0: Are you little All right everybody. This is our segment of the show where we play a road trip game. And since we're all kind of uh, quarantined, and we're all trying to figure out ways we can survive this pandemic, I've got a little quiz here, Nate. Do you, you have your pen and paper ready?
1: Yes, sir. I just grabbed it.
0: All right. So this one is: Would you survive in the wilderness? I didn't. I didn't look this one over. So we're 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 going to be going through this one. All, all for the first time all uh, together here. So we find out a lot about ourselves by how we respond to stressful situations. Oh, that's definitely true, right? Especially mm-hmm. now. Yep. Uh, but only mm-hmm. if we live to tell about it. How would you do if you were forced to rough it without a phone or camping gear? Would you return in a triumph or would you be forever lost to obscurity?
1: Hmm. (laughs) So am I Michael Scott or am I Dwight (laughs) Shrew?
0: I was thinking the same thing, man.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here's number one. Are you ready? This is A, B, or C, or D. Um, You don't have a compass. How do you know which way is north? Assume uh, you're in the northern hemisphere. A. Moss only grows on the north side of the trees. B. I have no idea. I'll just walk and hope for the best. C. Shadows move from east to west by marking their positions every 15 minutes. I can find north. D. Follow the north star. It's also visible in the daytime. I'm going to go with C. Okay, C. Number one, C, that gives you four points.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, B. You are hungry. The best things to eat in the forest are... A. Bugs, tree bark, acorns. B. Berries, bugs, and frogs. C. Mushrooms, berries, or frogs. There's a lot of frogs in this. Um, they really want you to eat frogs. Uh, D. Acorns, bugs, and mushrooms.
1: What? <laughs> okay. I... Guess
0: C C you want to go mushrooms berries and a frog
1: No what was the one before that
0: Uh you've got uh Berries bugs and frogs
1: God none of this sounds good <laughs> to me <I> Like berries <laughs> I'll eat berries uh, Berries. I, okay. I guess I'll go Yeah, I guess I'll
0: go B B okay number two you got uh B that gives you two points Okay Okay three Better stay hydrated the best water source is A, streams and springs, B, my own body, <laughs> C, oh, <gross>. the <laughs> C, the ocean, or D, rain.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Bear Grylls had something to do with this folk.
0: I think I watched that episode, man. That was gross.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> so I know that I, I know that rain is like a perfect source because you don't need to clean it. Uh-huh. The problem is it's not always raining. So right. I'm going to go with A on this one, even though okay. there is a possibility of getting some sort of bug.
0: Okay. A, uh, streams and springs. That gives you four points. All right, number four. It's getting dark to start a fire without matches or a lighter. You should A- use dead or dry foliage b rub two sticks together really fast and low c no lighter matches that's not possible Uh, d cup your hands uh to direct the strength of the sun into your tinder
1: (laughs) are you kidding me
0: (laughs) it'll work it'll work
1: now, this is something I do know because I saw them do it on Survivor 1. <laughs> if you take your glasses and you put some water on them, it will actually create a magnifying glass that you can use to start a fire.
0: That's interesting. But that's
1: not an option. That's so super I interesting. So I guess I'll do the stick rubbing thing.
0: Okay. B, rub two sticks together really fast. Yeah. Uh, that gives you uh, four points. All right. Number five if you see a bear you should a very slowly back away while speaking in a calm voice b yell at it they are not used to humans and will start or will be startled which will give you a head start c run and climb the first tree you can d freeze in place and wait for it to go away
1: i think i'm gonna go with d on that one
0: d Okay, D, yeah. you get uh, three points. Three points. Okay, number six. What is the most important thing your body needs to survive? A, conserved energy. B, warmth. C, water. Or D, food.
1: I'm going with water.
0: Water. Number six, you went with C, water. Water. That is you get four points. All right. How do you keep yourself busy? A, just keep moving as far and fast as I can. B, stay put and expand as little uh, expand as little energy as possible until I'm found. C, build a shelter. D, make the biggest, brightest fire I can uh, I can to signal help. That's it right there, D. So D, you get one point for that one. That's the least. That's the least. That's weird. Okay, number eight is just three away. Uh, The best way to take shelter is, A, dig a hole and cover it with sticks and branches, B. Climb a tree and hang on a big branch out of, out of reach of animals. Uh, C. Make a pile of leaves and moss and crawl under it to sleep. D. Lean big sticks against the tree and cover them with leafy branches.
1: Ah, uh, it's a coin toss between C and D. I guess it depends on the uh, terrain, but I guess I'll go D.
0: D. That gives you four points. All right. Nine. Is anyone looking for you? A. I think I mentioned my trip to a couple of people. B. Probably not. I travel alone and leave uh, leave spur of the moment. C. My sister definitely called uh, the authorities when she didn't hear from me by the morning. D. I've been making SOS signs with rocks and sticks so someone uh, will see them.
1: <laughs> I, I think, was it A that said I used to tell people where I'm going? Yes. All right, so, yeah, let's go with that one.
0: A, that gives you two points. All right. Okay, last and final question number 10. What's the best way to find civilization? A, follow flowing water. B, walk downhill. C, get to the highest vantage point that you can D look for power lines
1: Uh, I'm gonna follow flowing water follow flowing water
0: that's a that gives you three points
1: all
0: right let's tally
1: them up all right stand by let me add these up all right okay it looks like my total score was 31 points
0: 31 points. Ooh, if you went 32, you would have had the most uh, amount. So, 24 to 31, you are rescued quickly. Fair play to you. You're no Grizzly Adams, but you made enough correct choices to stay in one piece until help arrives. Yay! <laughs> That's hilarious. You want to know what the next one was if you would have gotten 32? Yeah. MacGyver, yeah. MacGyver has nothing on you. You could have lived quite comfortably <laughs> off the grid for the rest of your life, but... Your mad roughness skills brought you back to the world of indoor plumbing safe and sound with a lifetime of bragging rights. You were all just
1: right. You were just one away from that, Nate. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I feel I feel pretty good. I, I think that fits me pretty well.
0: There you go, man. you you'd be you'd stay alive. You'd be alright. So you can survive yeah, yeah. the coronavirus. <laughs> I sure hope so. Alright, man. That is it for our road trip segment. What have we got next, Nate? I guess it's uh, what's on the horizon. All right. Let's look to the horizon. All right, everybody. This is our segment of the show where we look to the horizon, where we find out what's coming up. But there's not really much coming up, is there, Nate?
1: Nope. No, nope. <laughs> just more uh, time at home and, uh, and more boredom.
0: <laughs> so, what are we going to be doing differently in this segment here, Nate?
1: Uh, we're going to look to what's on the horizon instead of uh, <laughs> something that's closer. We've got a little looked a little bit further.
0: All right. So, what do you got?
1: Um, you know, I really don't have a whole heck of a lot. Uh, <laughs> I've just kind of been keeping track of uh, what uh, what people are crazy about right now, and okay. uh, and trying to jump in on it. So, uh, I it, it has been suggested to me to uh, to do that Tiger People whatever show on Netflix,
0: <laughs> the Tiger King, I'm hearing yeah. a lot about that
1: one. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of on, uh, on the horizon for me in the, in the coming days, I'll be, oh. uh, watching that. All right. <laughs> um, and I, have just been catching up on, on just stuff, just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm staying busy at work. Thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: So, uh, different things that we can do, obviously there, um, there's a whole lot of things. So a lot of my friends, what they've been doing is they've been getting together. If you have like a gaming console, there's many different ways that you can. Obviously, you could play some campaigns and and kind of uh, fight boredom that way. Um, I mean, if you have a wife who really doesn't like you playing video games, you can't do that. So <laughs> So what I've been doing is I've just been... Um, hanging out with my family uh watching movies we've uh got some uh we're gonna make some homemade pizza here in the next few days uh awesome. um, we're gonna try to do it like from scratch we're actually gonna cr- make the dough and um and we're probably gonna even try to make the sauce um with this craziness going on, there's a shortage of pepperoni, too, Nate. I don't know if you noticed that. Is there, there really? There's a freaking wow. shortage of pe- pepperoni, man. Everybody's got the same idea to make pizza. So there's a good idea out there. Go make some pizza with your family.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I've uh, I've tried a few recipes. Uh, I discovered what is probably the best tasting cookie I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I it's got a combination of peanut butter chips and uh, butterscotch chips in it, and oh, nice. it is incredible.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. You got to make some for me, Nate, and, uh, and then mail it to me, but it's got to be like mostly no contact, no human contact, so wear okay. gloves. Make All sure right. you wear gloves. All right. Wash your hands. Um, put some boogers in it. Just.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I, I I usually make it a point to kiss each cookie with love as I send it <laughs> off, so I guess I can't do that. now. Huh? <laughs>
0: No, not not this time. Uh, that's the secret ingredient, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yep,
0: yep. <laughs> um, it's love. So, I mean, there. Uh, another thing you can do is make a podcast. Create a podcast. Yeah. Um, I had a friend uh, recently uh, hit me up, and uh, he's got some great content, and he created a podcast, and I kind of been mentoring him a little bit there. Uh, I'm not the best guy to to uh, to do that with, but. Uh, I know a little bit about it. I don't want to. I don't want to brag or anything. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't sound too enthusiastic there.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> uh, so for my job, I do a lot of event planning, and uh-huh. that's just all gone down the drain. So we've had to change all of our events to virtual things. Yeah. Uh, so through work, I'm now uh, organizing a group of people. We are doing kindness rocks. Uh, nice. Are you familiar with these?
0: No, I don't. I'm
1: uh, not. So what you do is, in fact, I've got a couple of them. You just find nice little rocks okay. and uh, you, you, you paint them. Oh, that's really cool. And you go out to public places and hide them. Uh, oh, that's not awesome. Really, not necessarily like hide them, but you put them in places for people to find them. And awesome. it's up for them to uh, to take it and keep it or to take it and put it somewhere else. So uh, that's something that I'm doing through work. We're sending supplies to people and we're doing kindness rocks for people that's, to paint and that's express themselves. And yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what? Actually, um, I actually have encountered something like that before. Um, there was one time where, uh, where we were, um, I, I was working. I was, cause I, I by trade, I'm a contract painter. Um, so I had somebody working with me and they found one of these laying out in the grass. And I, I thought it was like, In somebody's, cause it was in a complex. I thought it was a part of somebody's like decor out in their yard or whatever, but I think it was just kind of one of those things that it was in the middle of the yard. It wasn't really, uh, uh, close to their house or anything like that, but uh, it was painted and it looked like a, the shape of the rock actually kind of looked like somebody's foot. So what somebody did was Mm. they painted some, a woman's foot with their painted nails and sandals on it. And, so the, the, and awesome. so the rock looked like it was somebody's foot with, uh, with wearing sandals. And I was like, that was, that's really nifty, really cool. And, but, but I was like, uh, did we just steal somebody's like decor or something?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but, no, it was probably left there for you guys to find and to, and to enjoy. So yeah, definitely. Uh, that's something I, I really like. Uh, I like doing in my spare time. Anyways, I've done that for a couple of years uh, yeah. with my family and, and it's a good way to pass the time and then you can go out and, uh, and leave them at, you know, city parks, or um, I know there are a lot of hospitals that so they actually mm-hmm. have areas in in the fronts of them that are dedicated to kindness rocks. Uh, awesome. Obviously, I would I would suggest for people to exercise extreme caution when uh, visiting hospital campuses, but uh, but other than that, it's a wonderful yeah. way to express yourself artistically and to spread messages of, of hope and stuff. Uh, yeah. When I when I graduated college, I was having a hard time finding a job that I really wanted mm-hmm. and uh, I interviewed at several places and, and uh, didn't get jobs there. And so when I finally did get a job, I painted a bunch of rocks with uh, the word hope written in the star Wars uh, font. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, with the, with the, uh, the logo of the galactic resistance and uh, or, or the rebel Alliance, sorry. And, uh, and took those to those places where I had interviewed and left them outside. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun little
0: hobby. That's cool, man. That's a really cool uplifting one. Um, yeah, man, to do some, yes, we are quarantined. Yes, we are in our homes, but, um, to pass the time, find something that you can, uh use your mind and, and occupy your time, uh, in a, in a fashion that is not just frivolous. Um, I find myself uh, getting down on the floor playing with my kids a lot more. Um, I do, I do, I, I, you know what I have been thinking of doing is uh, I'm I'm thinking of going uh, here in the next few days or so, possibly over the weekend. Um, I think I'm going to go through my comic book collection and and probably organize it a little bit better. And I was actually had this really cool idea of uh, going through my collection and grabbing all the books that either I've read. Or that, um, maybe aren't as valuable to me as, as, uh, as some of the books I have. And I was thinking of maybe giving them away and, and donating them to some kids and stuff like that. Like that need yeah. in this time, they need to occupy their, their, themselves, uh, uh, with something as well. And I was thinking, Hey, maybe I got a bunch of books here that I've either read or, um, that, you know, I, I, are just laying around collecting dust. And I think I, 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 because of the comic book shops are closed, uh diamond is closed and they're not delivering any new books. Um, so maybe I'll spread some, spread the love through comic books and, uh, and pass those on to some kids.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff to do. Um, I, I do have some extra PVC pipe laying around. And so uh, my, my family as a, craft, we're going to be making marshmallow launchers with, uh, with, uh, the PVC pipe that I have and stuff. So there are plenty of fun little, uh, craft ideas and everything for you to do with your kids and, and yeah. things. So, uh, um, and yeah, maybe, maybe for our next, uh, backseat driver segment, maybe we can put it out on Facebook. What are you doing to, to pass the time that, uh, you know, what creative thing are you doing? I don't want to hear about what shows you're watching on TV or whatever, but what hobby are you cultivating what uh, what are you doing to uh to truly uh, you know benefit yourself so yeah
0: yeah uh, one really cool thing that my son did was uh he took uh a uh, a a leftover cardboard box and he drew a video game because uh, we don't we don't really when because we have a two year old in the home so we don't really pull our video game consoles down until he's like either taking a nap or going to sleep because we don't want him to i mean he's a two year old so he's he wants to grab the controllers he wants to grab them throw right. them and play with them and drool on them so we don't pull those down until he's either taking a nap or or asleep for the night so what my son did my nine year old was he drew. A TV, and drew a video game, and he cut out some uh, cardboard controllers and drew on them, and 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 uh, we just had a fun time uh, pretending like we were playing video games. Uh, we we did it for quite some time. So there's a whole lot of really cool stuff that you can do uh, to pass the yeah. time. Really cool. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Do you got anything else? No, I think that's it for me. All right, man. I, I, I think we can cut the show here. Uh, we're going a little long, but you know what? What? That's fine. I think we can. Yeah, I think, yeah what I, else are you going to do? What are you? You're right. What else are you going to do? But listen to us <laughs> talk about random stuff. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you, Nate, coming, uh, um, hanging out with me remotely. This is a whole lot of fun. Sure. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, you know, we. I'm glad that we have technology that we are still able to Uh, have our show and even though that we are remote um this is really fun to do
1: anyway and i just want to i just want to remind our hitchhikers in the fallout shelter of life it's always a good idea to change your water filter every once in a while
0: (laughs) man i don't (laughs) I, i don't have anything else to say man so i'm gonna say i'm just gonna go along with our old one here um Um, it's, it's, uh, we're, it's coming to the, to to that time where we're slowing down. This is your stop and we'll see you guys next time.